Welcome back to another episode of JBC Sports. Boys are back. This is Josh. I'm Bryce. I'm Cody. Boys, we got uh, we're recording this pod again. Before, well, actually, last week we were after Thursday night football. This week it's before Thursday night football. But we're gonna start out with a little bit of NBA. Um, the Heat last night, three one now. It's over. Yep. Hero, heroes locked in. Done. The guy oh, breaking records left and right. Rookie records being shattered. Broke Dwayne Wade's uh, Miami Heat rookie scoring record in the playoffs. Just insane. 37. Yep, 37. 37, 6, and 5? Yeah, I think it was, yeah. Like Just absolutely insane. Just a small town Wisconsin boy yep. doing his thing. Yeah, he's he's literally a walking bucket, man. Exactly what he said. They asked him about it in his post-game interview, too. And he, he, he definitely is a walking bucket. Yeah. Uh, 38 points. No one else really had to do crazy. No. Jimmy Butler, I think, was their second leading scorer with, what, 25, I believe, something like that. Something, but, yeah. Yeah, this series, I think it's over. Nope. Yeah, they, they talked to him after the game, and uh, they asked him what Jimmy Butler meant has meant to him. He's like, he's like the best big brother. He's been perfect. Yep. And that he wants to even do it more for Jimmy. Well, that's what you need. Like, you need, like, a good mentor. And, like, the reason Jimmy wanted out of Minnesota is because those guys just didn't have the work ethic that Jimmy put in every day. Not at all. And I'm a huge cat fan, like Carl Anthony Towns, but it's just they, they they don't work as hard as Jimmy. And he went down to Miami, and everyone made fun of him and said, have fun losing for the next couple of years. And he took that young squad and turned it into a contender. So, Yeah, yeah I think the only way that the Celtics could come back is if they had like a top three NBA player. Like for sure. Him. Tatum's not playing like it right now. No. He could be someday, but he's just not there yet. He's very he's still very inconsistent. Yeah. He'll get better. He had zero points in the years. first half last night. You can't do that in a playoff series. No. I mean, as a top player for your team, probably obviously the best player on this team, like you can't have zero points in the first half of a critical game four. Yeah. What about the Western Conference? Uh the Nuggets. Took a game from the Lakers. And I think they can take a And they more. they probably should have took game two as well if it wasn't for an Anthony Davis heroic three. So, I mean, this series is far from over. Yeah. Yeah, there's too much. LeBron and AD have to carry that team. For there's sure. nothing on the bench. I was listening no. to Vison last night, and they were talking about it. Um, if AD and LeBron have bad games, the Nuggets are going to win. Yep. I was going to say, the only thing that's coming off the bench is 40-year-old virgin Alex Pierce. <laughs> <laughs> God, you're just you threw a shot at him, and I think it was our first pod, maybe our second pod. Is, it, is this going to be a weekly thing? I think so. Until the NBA season's over, Crusoe's getting the shot for me every week. Cause God, throw some fertilizer on top of his head. Alex, do you want to uh, come on the pod and Jesus. address this situation or what? Yeah, he, when if he heard that, he'd probably be like, "Dude, check on my girlfriend." I'd be like, yeah, she's gorgeous. Unbelievable. She's just in it for the money, Alex. Hey, settle down. You never know. I, I was just going to say that. Hey, Bryce, take a look at my wallet. Yeah. I don't know. I, I I think this series could potentially go seven. I, as we're recording, obviously it's Thursday, like we said. It's they play again tonight. So if the Nuggets take the game tonight, it's going to be two two. And yeah, like the Lakers true. aren't aren't beatable, like or aren't unbeatable, I should say. Mm-hmm. No, I I've liked the Nuggets coming into the series. So yeah, I, I think they come back and actually win. They're only right. down two one. So yeah, they can um, easily do it. So we haven't really talked much about the NHL, and honestly, like it, it's kind of on a back burner for most people in sports anyway. But I'm a pretty big hockey fan, and I do pretty well betting on the NHL. And it's the Stanley Cup Finals right now. The Lightning are playing the Stars. 
for anybody that didn't know. And uh, the Lightning are up 2-1. They just won last night in convincing fashion. They gave up four goals in game one, lost 4-1. Didn't look too good. I mean, they still outshot the Stars, Jesus speak. Um, game two, they also outshot them, but it was a much closer game, and they ended up winning. And then last night, they just dominated. And Steven Stamkos, first game of the playoffs, came back. He's their leader, and if he plays the rest of the series, it's I find it hard to believe that the Stars are going to even compete. After after game one, I was going to text you and be like, uh, "What about a Lightning?" Honestly, Lightning? it was probably it was probably a good time to hop on any like what you had left of value on betting on the Lightning to win the Stanley Cup because now they just won the last two, and I could see them taking the next two and winning the whole series four one, but. I don't know. We'll see. Hockey's an interesting sport. Anybody can win on any given night. I say I have no comment. Yeah, you don't. You don't know much about hockey. hockey. So we, we just had to throw a quick little, uh, quick little uh, comment out there. Yeah. I, I was gonna take a jab at you because you said the Stars probably won't win a game, uh, and then they come out and win game one. I don't. Or, know. or they won't win the series. I said but, they. Yeah. I never said they wouldn't win yeah. a game. The Stars are feisty. They're they're a team that just throws the puck at the net and hope hope it hits a stick. Hope it's a lucky bounce. They have. They don't play with a lot of skill, I guess you could say, but they have a lot of skill players. They just play a different brand of hockey. They play like rough and tumble. They they like to hit people and be the more physical team. So it's just it's a hard brand to play against because like if you're getting hit a bunch, like you're not gonna want to like go and certain like skate down the side of the boards with the risk of Jamie Benn coming at you and drilling you into the boards. Like it's it's not a fun brand to play against. Mm-hmm. So, but the Lightning, they're so finesse and they have so many good players. Like it just doesn't match up well with the stars. Yeah. Going back to basketball quick though. Um, Bryce, did you have a little stat on uh, Tyler hero cards? Oh, we were, me and Josh were just talking about it before then. They are going insane right now. He was saying, what was it? Like last week they were going or a couple weeks ago. They're the silver. His silver prism in a PSA 10 was about $800. It sold 20 minutes after the game ended last night for $1,300. Yeah, I was gonna say five hundred dollars. I think in before, nine days. before the series, it was going around like a thousand. I think yeah, it was around there. Yeah, yeah. We saw some sales for eight, eight, eight fifty somewhere in that range, and then like his optic hollow, which is optic and prism, two biggest brands for basketball for the most part that people can afford. Um, optic, his hollow, I believe, was three to four hundred in a PSA ten. It's all the way up to seven fifty in a PSA ten. So it's just one game. I mean, obviously, he's been playing really well throughout the whole playoffs, but. Just that one game last night just skyrocketed everything. Yeah, I saw a post a couple of weeks ago that if you invested in Tyler Hero a couple of months ago, they they were going for like two hundred bucks, and they just like skyrocketed for yeah. the past few. So I got my hands on a few cards. Yeah, I'm so sad I don't have any. <laughs> I know I had one, but I traded it. Yeah, we. I gave him a Zion card. He's a Duke boy over here, and. He didn't have any Zion. So I had to get some Zion in my game. It was a good trade. I gave him a Zion. He gave me an RJ and a Tyler Hero. I mean, yeah. either way, that's yeah. probably still going to be a still good trade for you. Yeah, so on to a sport that I do know about, golf, of course. Just oh, a quick little thing about golf. So this past weekend, we had Bryson DeChambeau, probably one of the most hated golfers in the country, other than Patrick Fat-Ass Reed. <laughs> But now everybody is going to be like, okay, they're going to reconsider their game because the way he plays, it's all these. He's Mr. Physics guy. He's I, I was going to ask Trajectory, you, like, launch Mr. angle, Analytics all this stupid stuff. Yeah. Now he wins a major now. And 
person who's going to take over the sport. No. I'm like, no. As long Too as, inconsistent. As long as Mr. Tiger Woods is on this earth, he's going to be the most Settle. notable golfer and the most loved guy. Well, yeah. So, yeah. Notable, but I don't, I, unless Tiger wins the Masters, I don't see him winning any other tournament. Yeah, true. I just don't think he's got it. I know DJ and Rom have had some pretty good battles the past couple. Uh, Rom opens. has no net. <laughs> okay, I'm just sorry. Dude, I'm just not... shooting uh, facts. But we're gonna get so much hate from these, these professional athletes. <laughs> sorry, Bryce over here just throwing but shots did you guys at Bryce. In see that um, tournament that they had this past? Might have been earlier this week. Earlier this week, I think it was a couple days ago. It was um, Justin Thomas and. Um, Tiger versus Rory and Justin Rose. They had like a little battle going on, and it was hilarious. Just recently, yeah, I think Just, it was a couple days ago. Really, it was at a uh, private course or something, but it was hilarious. Literally, Justin Thomas was just talking shit the whole round. Like Rory flipped out and pats him on the back. Wow, you really hate to see that. <laughs> he was just taking jabs at him the whole round. I, I didn't even know it was a thing until I like was went on Twitter almost and like check out this trash talk by uh justin thomas was like what there's a golf tournament going yeah. on right now on like a tuesday kind of reminds you of the when tom brady and uh, mm-hmm. peyton manning teamed up with uh, phil and tiger and did that little battle a couple yeah, they're months just ago talking trash to tom <laughs> brady cans one cans from like 160 out like, his mic fell off he, he ripped his pants i think didn't yeah he? he's like <laughs> he's like suck on that one chuck because <laughs> charles barkley was talking oh. crap all the time i'm like chuck you're the last person that should yeah, be talking trash yeah. about golf you have the most hideous swing in the history of human beings insane okay enough with golf sorry <laughs> all right well it is thursday and football we know during the nfl is thursday night football baby what we got so, on deck tonight boys you know what we have on deck tonight this is what a real mustache looks like yeah the mustache versus the beard baby gardner Minshew against ryan fitzpatrick tonight Oh, I'm excited. Not really, because the teams suck. But the QB battle is going to be fun, because you know they're going to be talking trash to each other. Well, they have been all week. Yeah. We saw clips everywhere. I want to see them back it up on the field. <laughs> I'm excited for this I game. wish they could play against each other. Like, I wish Fitzpatrick could line up at, like, linebacker and go against Minshew, and Minshew the same thing on the other side. That'd be fun. It, pre-game, <laughs> let's have a quarterback competition. Yeah, come on. Let's see who can throw farther. What's Fitzpatrick's game? probably still got him. I, I got my money on him. Dude's a slinger. Have a little skills challenge. Never know. I like those videos back in like the 2000s or whatever. Uh-huh. Where you have like the chalk on the edge of the ball, yeah. throwing it at the targets. Yeah. You got longest arm, like biggest arm competition. Brett Favre used to always kill at those. Yeah. <laughs> Threw the ball from goalpost to goalpost, basically. That's bad. But yeah, hey, you know, what they should do is let's have a mustache competition. Come on, Fitzy. Trim the beard. <laughs> let's see that stash. Let it eat, bud. Yeah. It's going to be fun to watch, though. There's going to be a lot of banter, I think. Like, if one of them throws a touchdown, I have a feeling if Minshew throws a touchdown, he might look. Well, actually, no. He's going to stare Fitz- at him. I think Fitzpatrick, if he throws a touchdown, he's going to look over at the sideline and be like, hey, a little hey young buck. Those two yeah. should have a wager on tonight's game. They should. They probably no, do they Dol- Dolphins lose. Fitzpatrick has to shave down to a mustache. Speaking of wagering. I uh, like that. And then if and if Minshew loses, he's, he's got, got sh- shave, baby face. Baby face, Minch. <laughs> what are you guys' uh, predictions for the game tonight? Oh, God. I'm going to take. I, I, I'm personally. I have Miami plus three. I'm taking yeah. the Jags to win by like a field goal. No DJ Chark tonight either. Yeah. He got ruled spreads, out. Yeah. Spreads three, so yeah. you're not, you're I not touching I still think they the can beat him. I know. I, know. I yeah. still think they can win without Chark. Winning outright? It's, yeah, I Cole think the Jags will win outright. Keelan Cole. LaVisca, LaVisca's, LaVisca's going to be a sleeper tonight. Yep. I think it's going to be a close game. Yeah, it's definitely going to be close, but I, 
I could see a shootout, but eh, is I it don't at know. Jackson? Yeah, it's at, at Jacksonville. Jackson. Yeah. yeah, if it was oh, at Miami, I'd probably I'm gonna take the home team probably in this matchup, no matter yeah. what. Yeah, Jacksonville. I think they're still well. They were the only team in Week One to allow fans, so I'm assuming they're still gonna have some fans there tonight. I'm not trying to be a dick, but I kind of hope like Fitzy gets injured because I want to see Tua. Tua? Come out. Yeah, and that's this is a good game for him. To Never come wish into, an Jacksonville doesn't have that. How about we just wish that he throws three picks and then Tua comes in the game? Sorry, we don't need to wish I'm sorry. Respect your elders. <laughs> yes. Even if they're much elder, according to Gardner Minshew. Oh, Had sorry. to get that in there. But um, all right. We uh moving on to our usual segments of the week. So our first one is Beat the Pro. Sponsored by Peninsula Exclusive. Find them on Instagram at Peninsula X, I believe, right? Yes, sir. Peninsula underscore X. It's, yeah, I believe that's it. I mean, just type in Peninsula Exclusive, you'll be good. Okay, so, who wants to start it off? Well, how about we... Uh, give a recap. No, yeah, we'll recap. give a recap. So, we gave yep. a recap after week one, and uh, Cody went to... No, actually, I went 101. Yep. Uh, Cody is currently 2-1-1, and one, and Bryce is currently 4-0. and all. Thank you. I don't know how. The pro <laughs> over here, messing with Minnesota Vikings, overs and unders, and missing both weeks on each one. Is currently one and three. So. I, I must say, if you go Vikings again, we're gonna have to check into rehab. No, I, uh, I told you guys not to let me bet on the Vikings anymore, but I do have a play in that game. <laughs> I'm not betting on the Vikings, and it's not on the over or under, so don't worry. So who wants to go first? I'll let one of you guys go. Let the four and all go. Yeah, yeah. start yeah. it off. Represent. Here comes an all okay. Thanks. <laughs> so my first one. I'm taking Atlanta minus three at home versus the Bears. This is a must win for Atlanta, especially for their coach. Oh, Dan Quinn. He should have been he, fired he last year. He probably should have been. But if they start 0-3, not looking good for his job securities in the future. So I know Chicago's got a pretty tough defense, but Atlanta needs this more. It's at home. They, they got. It's going to be a little comeback game from their disappointing week two loss. That was pathetic. Did you – should we mention that bet that was made last week? Go oh, ahead, yeah. yeah before we, yeah, right. before we get farther into it. So somebody bet thirty five thousand dollars in the start of the fourth quarter to have the Falcons beat the Cowboys. I think the score was were, like what thirty nine twenty six. They were up, no, they were up eighteen at the time. I don't know the exact score, but they were up eighteen. And oh, this guy sense. thought it was a guarantee that the Falcons were going to win the game outright. Bet thirty five thousand to win a measly one thousand. If you have thirty five thousand, why are you betting that to win one thousand? Do not do that. Do not be that idiot. And guess what? The Cowboys won forty to thirty nine. That hurts. <laughs> like, come on, people. Let's let's be smart out here. We don't need a bunch of Vegas days running around and getting the casinos rich out there. Just, yeah, I just had to throw that out there. Yeah. Like idiot right, of the week. Idiot we were of the week. The shot of both the Kelvin Ridley bet yeah, out there. Go ahead. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yep. yep. So before we made the podcast last week. Uh, I think Josh and I were talking about Calvin Ridley and how he's, I think we were talking about DFS values possibly Probably. having him in there. And uh, Bryce is like, oh, he won't have over a hundred yards and two touchdowns. <laughs> sure what? shit. 109 yards, two touchdowns. Bingo. Yep. He's so wide receiver one last week. I, I mentioned to a, one of our buddies that's in our, our frozen tundra dynasty league to uh, trade for him this off season. And he, traded for him and he texted me during the game and said thank you for that <laughs> so yeah well so that's my first pick 
dire need of a win for that guy. So I got him. I think they can beat him by a field goal. Uh, my second one is Arizona. I got him by five and a half over Detroit. I don't think anybody can stop Kyler Murray this year. No. It's going to be him or Russell Wilson for MVP this year. I uh, don't count out Rodgers. Okay, it's not enough. I want it, but Don't I just count think out Rodgers. I think he's number Murray, two right now. Probably. Thing, yeah. thing is, I, I saw three. I saw people talking about like the Packers' offense and like all the their first in pretty much every category of offense. But let's take a step back here. I, I'm not downing the Packers' offense. They've played the Vikings and the and the Lions. Yeah. And those secondaries are not good right now. So we need to take a little step back yeah, and let them come back to earth. I mean, Rodgers is playing out of his mind. He looks like he's on a mission this year, but. We'll see. The way Kyler's playing against the 49ers, and, I mean, the Redskins look good in week one, and he destroyed them last week, so. Yeah, but I, yeah, five and a and half at Russ, home obviously. for the Cardinals, I think that's an easy, easy win at five and a half, especially because Detroit's secondary, ugh, and yeah. Hopkins is going to have himself a day, and they still have Christian Kirk, they have, they have weapons, and Kyler's going to run all over him again, like, Kyler is so elusive. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But yeah, five and a half. I think that's an easy one. And uh, my sleeper, which doesn't count towards my record. He um, does this every week. His sleeper always loses, and then he goes to an off. So my sleeper is that same game, Detroit and Arizona. I'd say it's going to go under 55 because I don't think Detroit's putting up more than like 13 points. No, I think Patrick Peterson not. will lock down Kenny G. Yeah. Yeah. Better hope not, because I think the Cardinals could put up a lot. <laughs> True, but yeah, Kenny G's first week back, and you got to go against Patrick Peterson. Good luck. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, Cody and I were talking about this game a couple days ago. He asked me what my thoughts were, and I told, Last night, yeah. I told him that I was staying away. I just said the line stinks. Like I, the Cardinals are slightly overvalued in my opinion, just the way they played the last two weeks by beating the Niners, and I mean the Redskins look good week one, like I said, but I mean they're still the Redskins, like. I mean, Washington football team, sorry. We've said that three times now. Oh, but, uh, um, yeah, I just – I the Lions obviously are 0-2, and they blew the game week one against the Bears, and then they got piss-pounded by the Packers after blowing a 14-point first-half lead against them last week. So they're kind of slightly undervalued right now. I just think the Lions should be closer to, like, maybe two or three for the Cardinals, and it's at five and a half. So I just don't want to touch this game, but – I think the Cardinals will win. It's just, it's one that I'm staying away from. Yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a lot of games this week I want to stay. <laughs> the lines are sharp yeah. this week. Well, I'll say yeah. that. Like I've been, I was studying them, and I, it's it's hurt my head. Yeah, I was I was tilting actually while we did the intro to the podcast. I made a new bet. Um, Ooh, yeah. Okay. All right, so off the te- off the teaser city. Um, Here we go. Yep. Uh, we're gonna take the Steelers. We need a drop for that. Yeah, teaser, teaser city. Teaser city. <laughs> Uh, Steelers minus four all the way to plus two and then Cowboys plus five and a half to plus eleven and a half against the Seahawks Steelers play uh, Houston and I think it's being recap of week one for Deshaun Watson where he's just getting blitzed up the ass because uh, they don't have a good offensive line um, and Steelers have the best rush defense um, and then Cowboys with that offense I think they'll be able to keep up with uh, Seattle. Seattle's defense is just trash this year. So, yeah. uh, second tease, we're gonna go Bengals at plus five, uh, four and a half, all the way up to ten and a half against the Eagles. 
and then I got the Colts from minus 11.5 all the way down to minus 5.5. I, I, I thought about taking the Bengals last night because it was at plus 5.5, and, and now it's down to plus 4.5, so I'm kind of pissed at myself. Yeah. Kind of I mean, hey, the line got worse for you, but I got the, ten and a half. the money on that side, you like seeing that because usually Vegas only moves the lines when there's respected money on that side. So that means that respected money came in on the Bengals. So I mean, you're you're on the right side. It just you got a worse line, pretty yeah. much. That's why people say to take lines earlier in the week. Personally, I just like studying the lines throughout the week and see how they move, and then make my decision. But there's a lot of sharp people out there that like to make their bets early in the week and see if they can beat the closing line, which is fine too. A lot of people do that. But alrighty, so you two gave yours. Um, <laughs> I'll start with my teaser. We'll save the uh, Vikings game after. But my two-team six-point teaser this week is going to be the Jets and Colts under 50. So I'm teasing it from 44 up to 50. I just, I don't know, the Jets' offense is, eh. They have no weapons. We've talk, I've talked about this with Cody many times. I don't think I've mentioned it much to Bryce. But I like Sam Darnold. I like him out of college. I just don't. They He's not set up to win. Like, Gase is a terrible coach. They have no weapons for him. They traded their best target, Robbie Anderson, to the uh, Panthers. And now their best target is just blocking on over 50% of the snaps. Yeah, exactly. Chris Herndon. So it's like they just they, they don't have any weapons around them. I don't see how that offense is going to score. Le'Veon Bell's on IR. Like, they have no running game either. So, I mean, the Colts sh- shouldn't give up many points. And we go back to the, the Colts last week. I mean, they played the Vikings defense, which is probably, at this point, a bottom three defense in the NFL. And the Colts got held to field goals almost every possession and only put up 28 points when it could have been 40. I just don't think the Colts are going to put up enough to get this over by themselves. And then the second leg of the teaser is the Sunday night game. I'm teasing the Packers from plus three up to plus nine. I... I, I mean, if Adams was playing in this game, I think it'd be a pick em. I think that's how important he is to the line, even though Michael Thomas is super important too for the Saints. But Breeze looked like Brady last year. Last like This past week, Brady or Breeze, he couldn't throw the ball down the field. He just didn't look the same. I, I don't like what I see out of that offense besides Alvin Kamara. And I think the Packers are still going to be able to score the ball. Yeah. And without Devontae Adams, the Packers will have three healthy receivers. Yeah, like they have. Alan Lazard, Lazard um, MVS, and then Malik Taylor. Yeah. Ferris State boy. <laughs> Here we go. You know all about Let's that Gleak conference. Yeah, Gleak, baby. But Love yeah, I just that. I think that's super safe. Teasing it from the key number of three through four, yeah. through six, through seven, all the way up to nine. I just I don't think this is a blow either way. I don't know if the Packers will win outright. I think they do, but I don't know. It's just, I, I don't see how that side loses. I'd say maybe I shouldn't have tilted. That was one of the bets I made. I teased the Packers from plus three to plus nine, and then I teased the Chiefs from plus three and a half up to nine and a half. So that's not a bad one either, but I don't know. The Chiefs didn't look that good last week, in my opinion. I, I know the Chargers always play them good, but... They weren't expecting Herbert. Yeah, not no, at all. No. But I'm over over the last couple of years, even the Chargers have played them tough. Yeah. Like, and I was listening to a betting pod last night, and one of the hosts is like a diehard Chiefs fan. Watch it. He's part of PFF, so I mean, he watches every freaking play. Yeah. And um, he, he was saying that the Chiefs offense was trying something different at the beginning of the game. They got behind, and yeah. 
I don't know. Ravens look like the best team in the NFL, in my opinion, right now. So I'm not trying to step in front of that train because if that gets out of control, yeah, you're going to be hoping for a backdoor cover on a teaser, which isn't a good situation to be yep. in. You want a safe bet for a teaser. So, mm-hmm. and then my other play. Listen, the when teams start 0-2 historically, I believe it's over 60, 65 ish percent that they're if that in week three if they're 0-2 against the spread. They are 60 to 65% cashing at the spread in week three. But that's only against another, a team that's not 0-2 against the spread. And the Titans and the Vikings are both 0-2 against the spread. So historically, you want to bet the Vikings, but the Titans are also 0-2 against the spread. I don't see how the Vikings keep this game close. I have the Titans by 2.5 as my other bet. They just got to win by a field goal. I, just, I don't see the Vikings stopping that offense. and. I, the Titans defense, like their secondary's given up some points the last couple of weeks to Minshew and I already forgot who they played week one. Oh, Broncos. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, they just they they haven't looked that great. But I Kirk looked terrible last week. Even if they do keep it close, like a, a late touchdown or field goal at the end of the game could easily push this over a touchdown. I think I know how to help the Vikings offense. You put Thielen back in the slot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's been playing outside. B- That's not yeah. his thing. BC Johnson's a solid receiver, and you know I love Jefferson, so you could easily put both of those two outside. But yep. So those are my bets, and then uh, we'll see if I can make a little run. I'm one in three to start the year. It's not. It's not been great for me, but. Hey, that's how sports betting goes. My cards have been on fire, but the bets I've given out on the pod just haven't been there. So. You win some, you lose some. Too. Yep. So, that'll bring us to our next segment, DFS Values of the Week. So, who wants to start this one? So, this week, we we feel like it's been taking too long to go quarterback, 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 running back, running back, running back. So, we're just going to list all four of our players for each each position right off the bat and just kind of talk as we go. I'll start it out. Um, okay. We're going to go back to the well again. Uh, Ryan Tannehill, the quarterback, his price did not change from last week. He plays... Terrible Vikings secondary. Yep. Um, I got a second one. I might need to go into rehab for mentioning this guy. <clears throat> Mitchell Trubisky against the Falcons. Uh, two weeks in a row. Actually, no, you mentioned No, I mentioned a week one. Yeah. One out of two. two it it of paid three. off week one. He goes against shitty Atlanta Falcons secondary. Um, I was going to say this. The Bears are easily the worst 2-0 team I've ever seen. Ah, uh, for sure. Yeah. Mitch adds value with his legs too. Um, running back, we're gonna go Kenyon Drake. I'd re- I think I'd rather go Kenyon Drake over Kyler Murray this week. Um, Kyler Murray's at like sixty eight hundred, and then Drake's down at six thousand. They play the Lions. I think Drake's gonna run all over them. Yeah. Um, well, if you want a value, forty nine hundred. Jarek McKinnon, no Tevin Coleman or um, I was gonna say Matt Breida, but he's not there. Um, why am I blanking? Oh, Mostert. Yeah. Raheem Mostert. No Mostert, Coleman. Um, Jarek McKinnon, 4,900. If you want to play Jeff Wilson, he's going to be the goal line back at 4,000. I can see a touchdown or two from him. That's risky. And I know I sent him last week. He didn't do as well, but he's getting targets up the wazoo. Allen Robinson down at $6,200. Um, he was $6,400 last week. First two games, he's been getting. He's got 18 targets, so nine targets each game. He's being targeted. Um, the, it will come. 
So him at 6,200. I got Keenan Allen at 6,100 if you want to play him. Um, he was targeted by Herbert. Herbert wanted to get chemistry with him right away. And then uh, I got a sleeper at receiver, Deontay Johnson. 23 targets in the first two weeks. I was going to say, he's been playing lights off. 23 targets the first two weeks. He's the Steelers, or Big Ben's number one option. Kind uh, of, down kind at 5,400. He's been pissing me off because I have Juju in a couple places in fantasy. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, tight end, Drew Sample, <laughs> with C.J. Uzoma getting that Achilles injury last week, um, 3500 I think that's the cheapest you can go at tight end. I know last week I said Herndon. He was blocking almost They're the just, entire yeah, game, which is just stupid. Yeah. Excuse my language, but he um, is. Sample had nine targets, seven catches for, I think, like 80-some yards last week. So I like him. Solid play. Beautiful. Nice. Okay. Got you here. Uh... So guys listen to me last week it was okay to be in wide receiver not so much i mean marvin jones did have a touchdown but not very well uh M- mustard man he had a quick start but then he got injured so that sucked but hey, turf. yeah seriously they, they're i think uh yeah um san fran goes back to new yep. york again and yep. they're still complaining about that they, turf so they had multiple people look at the turf and experts and people outside of like the NFL realm come and look at it of like as like a non-biased opinion and they said it's fine. Yeah. Just... If you watch the injuries, it was just fluky plays where guys landed on them. It had nothing yeah. to do with the turf. Yeah. Like they're just trying to make an excuse for injuries. Uh-huh. Like But if you listen to my Tyler Higby pick last week, three touchdowns. Oh I got my mind. But so my quarterback for the week. Oh Joe's not good. Like this one because I'm going against this boy because they play him. But I'm taking Carson Wentz in the QB battle against Joey Burrow in the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, so Cincinnati pass coverage last week looked absolutely terrible. Carson Wentz, yeah, his weapons are not the best, but I still think he's going to throw for a lot of yards. I think it's going to be a battle through the air this week. I think so, too. I think Carson Wentz is going to throw the ball almost 50 times. I think Joey B is going to throw the ball almost 50 times. So... I'm going to take Carson Wentz. He's at 5,800. My running back, he had a pretty solid week last week. He's going against a really bad Atlanta defense. David Montgomery from the Bears. Uh, He's probably going to touch the ball at least 20, 25 times, especially through the ground. He might get a couple catches. I know Cohen's usually there. Yeah, he had three uh, catches, 45 yards, and a touchdown last week. Yeah. I like that. I think Montgomery's going to have another solid week. He's 5,700. My wide receiver, how can you pick against this guy going against Dallas's terrible secondary? DK Metcalf, he's just going to bully him. God, do you see his catch against Gilmore last week? Oh, my goodness. DK's going to be a monster. Yeah. 6,500, so he's not too expensive. I think that's a steal. I think he's going to go for over 100 yards and probably a touchdown. Maybe two. On the reverse side, Amari Cooper, I think, 6,500, too. Yeah. He's a target monster. Yeah. But I'm going to... DK Metcalf, I think, is a solid pick at 6,500, especially against Dallas's defense. And my tight end, I haven't done this yet, but I'm liking this. I'm going to go with a target from my quarterback, Carson Wentz, Dallas Goddard, 4,900. You can't go wrong picking him or Zach Ertz this week. Zach Ertz is a $200 more. He's at 5,100. But like I said, I think Wentz is throwing it through the air almost 50 times this week, and Goddard's going to come down with at least eight of them. Oh, yeah, for sure. So... And he's 4,900, so he's right towards the middle of the pack for value. 
But yep, uh, that's my four picks. All right, I like it. I got a couple piggybacks on yours. So you have Carson Wentz. I got Mr. Ollis. Oh yeah, you got my boy Joey. I got Go Tigers. Joe Burrow, sixty-two hundred this week. Basically everything Bryce just just said, I'm gonna echo. Like I think it's gonna be a shootout. Both defenses are pretty suspect to say the least. So pretty much I don't need to say anything else there. Joey had a good week last week against an iffy Browns defense and now he goes against another iffy defense and he's pretty much their only hope anyway, him and Mixon, so he's gonna throw the ball. Um same game. Bryce thinks it's gonna be all through the air, which could very well be true, yeah. but I have Miles Sanders at 6,400, yeah. and he's also a pass catcher. Yep. So even if it is through the air, I do think he's going to be useful in the in the uh, passing game out of the backfield. But he's going to get his, and I do think the Eagles should win this game. So down the stretch, like he might be used to run off the clock, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. he could get some garbage. He was time. a workhorse last week. Yeah, like he's. Yep. I I don't think that's a bad play in the mid six thousands. Um, Cody kind of spoiled my receiver when he was talking about DK. I have Amari Cooper on the other side against exactly that a bad seattle secondary they just lost marquise blair who you know i'm not a huge fan of going strictly based off pff rankings but they have him ranked as one of the top safeties in the whole league like marquise blair is a huge part of their team what bothers me they have quentin dunbar and trey flowers as top 15 quarterbacks last year it I, it blows my yeah. mind. Like when you told me that Anthony Harris was a top five safety last year and a top twenty five player in the NFL. According I, to PFF, I was, my, I was PFF mind blown. PFF rankings are the dumbest yeah. Thing I mean, I was. He's he's good, and he like didn't allow like a whole lot of like plays and whatnot. But like you have to take into account, he's a safety. He's not going to get thrown at every play. Like. Yeah, yeah, dude. Like I, I'll look at you'll watch those Sunday night games of every player PFF yeah. ranking. Like last year, I don't know why. Uh, that's you want to know You want to know why it's on there? Why? Chris Collinsworth is the owner. Of course. Well, of course, that. So of course they're gonna have the PF. Yep. Yep. All right. So uh, yeah, I have I have Amari Cooper this week. I, I mean, you can't go wrong with Dak's favorite target. Like yeah. it's just against a probably the worst. Well, <laughs> personally, I'm a Vikings fan. I think the Vikings are the worst secondary in the league right now. But the Seahawks are pretty close. Like their secondary is giving up a ton. Too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Amari Cooper should have a huge week, and he's 6,500. And then my tight end, now, if Jack Doyle plays, I don't like this at all, but he he was questionable all last week, didn't end up practicing, and then didn't play. This week, he's been questionable. He ended up having a limited practice today, but, I mean, it's Jack Doyle. He's been hurt the last couple of years, so who knows? Monitor the status. But I like Moali Cox if Doyle's out, and that's he's 3,800, and he had – I believe he had six catches for 111 last week. I know it was against Minnesota, but they have another nice matchup against the Jets secondary this week. And yeah. I, I mean, he's such a huge target. Like, how he's do you, how man. do you go? Like Philip Rivers, six seven two sixty five. Yeah, like Phil loves his tight ends historically. Like yeah. he's gonna dump it to him like all game if Jack Doyle's out. So, but uh, if if Doyle does play, I have a backup, and I'm gonna play Austin Hooper this week at 4400. Oh yeah. So. Why well, you don't like it? He just hasn't done anything this year. No, really. but he has a nice matchup yeah. this week finally, and I I think he's due. I mean, obviously, I sure hope so. He's a good tight end. I don't know when he was in Atlanta last year, like I, and then he went to Cleveland this year. Like I had a lot of like speculation on whether he'd be good or not because 
Baker, let's be honest, didn't use David Njoku last year, like, at all. No. And there was, like, he's a good tight end, and there was a lot of speculation on whether he was good or not, but he's good. They just don't scheme for the tight end, so. I have Austin Hooper in our Frozen Tundra. Kind of like Bruce Arians. Yeah. Like he doesn't have, use tight ends either. I have Hooper in our Frozen Tundra Dynasty oh, yeah. League. And uh, I was watching reports all offseason that him and Baker were practicing together. So it kind of got my hopes up. Because I, I didn't like Hooper going to Cleveland at all. No. Just because I know Baker doesn't use tight end. It's coming off a huge year last year in Atlanta. Like, how can you yeah. have a guy like that on the <laughs> Dynasty team and be happy about his landing? So, like, now? reading the reports that they were practicing together got my hopes up. I was like, I was like okay, maybe I won't trade him. Yeah. But yeah. Just, yeah, and he hasn't done it really a whole lot this year. but Well, I'm going to call it right now. The breakout's coming this yeah. week. Yeah. Ten yeah. catches, 150 and two. If, if Doyle doesn't <laughs> play it. Oh. <laughs> Baker's going for 450. Yeah. All right, if, let's if, settle down there. We ain't going to talk about those. Yeah, if Doyle doesn't play it, I do like Noel Cox. Last week I saw the report that, uh, as soon as I saw the report that Doyle was out, I texted Josh. I'm like, dude, Noel Cox is yeah. going to go off. I mean, when Cody said that, like I was like, ah, no. Because I had John Smith last week, and BK over here had uh, Tyler Higby. So, I mean, both of our tight ends hit. So, I mean, we didn't need to play Moali Cox, but, I mean, for a way cheaper target, like that's not a bad play. Yeah. So, uh, all right, Cody, you want to give out our uh, handles again? Twitter, you can find us on Twitter. Um, I'm at JBC Sports underscore, underscore Cody. Uh, Josh is at the J in JBC Sports, and Bryce is at Bryce Kelly seventy seven. Yep, give us all a follow. Shoot us a DM if you got any questions on anything fantasy, Cardin. Like if you want advice on investing on anything, sports picks. I mean, I'll throw you a free play here and there. We're giving out free plays right now. So, mm-hmm. I mean, any questions on guys for DFS? Yeah. shoot me a DM. Cody's our expert. I mean, the first two weeks I had like. Four at each position almost, and then I got yelled at, so I got to nail it down. All right. Um, well, on that note, we're going to end another podcast. And I'm Josh. And I'm Bryce. I'm Cody. And that's JBC Sports, baby.